Welcome to the Glow Get It podcast with me, Heather Lee. And me, Nat. We're two women that took ourselves from leading an unhealthy lifestyle that was getting us absolutely nowhere to living a life full of health, wealth, and joy. It's how we get our glow, and we're here to share the journey along with some tips on how you can glow get it too. I'm Heather Lee. I'm a health and wellness energy and mindset coach. I'm also a Pilates instructor, and most people consider me quite a big risk taker, but it does run in my family. I'm related to Evil Knievel. So I'm Nat. You can consider me the weird one of the sponge, but I do like to think of myself as a positive, ambitious, and fun person to be around. I've always thought big, but soon realized partying every weekend was not supporting my big vision hence why I prefer to live a more balanced lifestyle these days I'm a wellness advocate and am super passionate about all things wellness so tune in if you're ready to find your glow and have a few laughs along the way let's glow get it hey glowers episode 30 coming at you today we're going to talk about how to shed the shoulds when we talk about shoulds that's those those expectations that we have Um, sometimes they're from ourselves, usually they're from other people or societal expectations, maybe the culture or religion you're a part of, or they can just be like some kind of uninformed beliefs that you have that you don't even realize they can be a bit subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. I am like coming from an NLP background, like the shoulds are kind of like that cognitive distortion where we put the pressure on ourselves to do something based on what we think we should be or like supposed to be doing. So yeah, that little word should holds so much power and yeah, it can really control our lives if we aren't aware of it and don't try to do something about it. Yeah, I think a, a lot of self-awareness has to come into this conversation uh-huh. <laughs> um, because that's the only way to really work through it. But yeah. I will start with a quote from my hero, Dolly Parton, <laughs> where she says, I'm not going to limit myself just because people won't accept the fact that I can do something else. And Ooh. I think that that really kind of says it all when it comes to the shoulds, like putting yeah. people into that box, um, often putting yourself into a box. I think um, a lot of it is internal when it comes to shoulds, don't you think? Oh, definitely. Well, it, it also kind of comes from whether we give the external authority over us or whether we're listening to our internal and have been allowing that to have authority over us as well. I think it's both. Like it just depends what the situation is. Very true. Very true. I was listening to um, a Jay Shetty podcast on my run today, his podcast On Purpose, and I'll put it in the show notes. I can't remember the name of the episode, but it was kind of like Eight Truths or something. And it was one where somebody else interviewed Jay Shetty on his podcast. Ah, okay. Yeah. And so he was kind of telling... Um, his story so like I mean I've read his book and listened to him quite a bit I kind of knew his story but he was telling it from an interesting point of view of kind of it it really he didn't use the word shoulds but he that's really what he's talking about about how you know his parents you know thought he should go into medicine or law and how those things kind of scared him um and how you know he followed his own journey he allowed his journey to kind of unfold the way it did and became a monk and then stopped being a monk and now does what he does and he shares you know he shares um personal development and spirituality and you know in his own unique way which obviously resonates with a lot of people in this world Mm -hmm. um but the interesting thing he was talking about is he said that he believes that we we lead two lives the one life is the one that you want and one is the one that you think others want you to live Ooh, 
Yeah. Which I thought was so interesting. Like I've never heard it said that way, which is why I love him so much. Um, and he was talking about kind of that dance that we do between those two lives. And when we are kind of moving too much towards the life that we think others want us to live is usually when we're a bit unhappier. Um, Mm. and it also can be that way if we go too much towards the life we want, because if we are not sitting well with the people around us that we are connected to and mean a lot to us, that can like make us feel out of balance also. And so it was kind of finding that balance of the life that you lead. And so I guess balancing those, what you want, what you must, what Mm. you should. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Um, but yeah, he was saying like, you know, when you start out young, you you kind of have these ideas of of what you want to be when you grow up and, and whatnot. Um, and you don't think that you shouldn't want certain things like you haven't yet fallen into that with society and with the culture of watering down um, mm. what you believe you can achieve or what you want. So he was saying like, you know, if you asked him when he was a kid, he would have said that he was going to grow up and be a rapper. (laughs) And he was like, you know, and you water it down, water it down um, based on what you think you actually can achieve. But like you did at one point think you could achieve it. And so what stops you from that? It's like, it's just, it's really interesting when you stop and think about that. Like, what did you, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grow up? Oh my gosh. This is so funny that you say this because we were talking about it at work today. And one of the, so accidentally... (laughs) I dressed like Sandra D or Sandy D off Grease Lightning today. I was wearing like a pleated skirt with a a purple jumper and my hair up in a ponytail with like white sneakers on. I fully looked like Sandra D. (laughs) (laughs) So then we played Grease Lightning and I was doing like the little dance and um, yeah, it was, it was, I was just been a bit of a idiot. I was saying that I always wanted to be a backup dancer for Justin Timberlake and Britney Britney Spears because I was like I just loved dancing I did four years of American jazz ballet but yeah it didn't really it wasn't like the top top of the class or even close to it so I just probably yeah never thought that I could be that person but you know that's kind of those limiting beliefs that stop you from the oh I couldn't do that because I didn't I wasn't top in the class or I don't know yeah it's interesting isn't it like Mm. what did you want to be when you were young when I was really young, um, I aspired to only in my own ice cream shop. Uh, of course. <laughs> That's what I really wanted. And I'd still be quite happy having that. It would be a vegan one. but um, I was going to say vegan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be quite actually happy a really good still. idea. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to be a dancer and I took dancing really seriously. I, um, I yeah, I was on dance team and, and spent a lot of time dancing. Um, and I I chose to walk away from that dream at, um, when I was about 18 years old. But um, but yeah, I really wanted to do that. But I think, yeah, when I think back to that and I think of what makes me really happy now, um, it's, it's doing things that make people happy and doing things that are physical, <laughs> you know, like um, physical fitness and that sort of stuff. Like I love movement and all that. And mm. um, yeah. And, and um, yeah, making people happy. So yeah, uh, I love it. It was funny that we we're both kind of like wanting to do the dance thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this something new that we discovered. <laughs> yes, but yeah. Bringing it back to the shoulds, like I think yeah. one of the biggest things is, um, you know, our timeline. We tend to compare ourselves to the person next to us, our colleagues, or our friends, or maybe family members. Um, 
And that's a really big thing where the shoulds come in. I think particularly for a lot of women, which is mostly who listen to our podcast of, you know, <laughs> you know, when you should get married or have a kid or what you should enjoy um, or what you should aspire to. And I think comparing ourselves to like who, I don't know who even determines these shoulds. Like where do they even come from? You know? Yeah. That's, that's fully our upbringing and the beliefs, the, the values, everything that's kind of put onto us as kids throughout our upbringing, we see our parents or we, and we mirror that. And I guess we're trying to, we, we either mirror that or go the opposite and, yeah, I think that's completely up to us whether we're actually aware of what is and isn't making us happy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and letting our own journey kind of um, show us the way. And I mean, you know, as we always talk about, like, life is about the journey, not about the destination. Like yeah. the moment, like when you have a goal, the moment you actually achieve that goal, it's like literally a small moment in time. Yeah. Like it's enjoying that process going to it. And yeah, that's what life's about. And, you know, enjoying that journey and, and looking for the things that ignite you and mm. that excite you when you're doing them. Um, well, I guess an, a big example of mine is, you know, I've shared before, I got married when I was really young um, mm. and I did what I thought I should do. And I yeah. had that quote unquote American dream at a very young age. And I was so freaking unhappy, <laughs> but I, you know, I was supposed to be happy. I was supposed to be happy with everything that I had. Um, and, and I wasn't, um, and I walked away from that, but I think a lot of, you know, at least back then, I mean, this was in the nineties, <laughs> so aging myself. <laughs> I, was, I was either five or 15. Yeah. <laughs> in the 90s um but you know like I mean that is still in society and I think it's a little bit less now but like you know a lot of a lot of girls women would stay in that situation because they're supposed to be happy you're supposed yeah. to be happy in that situation um for sure yeah yeah I, I was quite similar like I bought the house at 20 and I was in a relationship when we bought that house together and all that kind of jazz and I was just thinking oh you know this is how it's meant to go right like you find a partner you buy a house you get married you have babies and like this is what you do but then I also realized how unhappy I was and or actually, it wasn't me who realized it was my friends. I like, Matt, you used to be such a bubbly person. And now you're just like, we don't see you. You don't seem happy. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. But really, I, I had stopped doing all the things that I loved. And I had no idea. But I was also so young. And probably that was one of the biggest learning experiences throughout my life was probably that milestone in my life like just learning from that massive experience because it ended up being feeling like a divorce at 22 when we did break up and sell the house and stuff so it's a big thing to go through how old were you when you got married I was 21 yeah see exactly yeah really young That's really young yeah yeah it's um it's crazy and, I, and you know it's it's nobody's fault but I you know I if I had stopped and questioned why I was even getting married I never would have ended up getting married um and that's not yeah. to take away from you know a relationship that I did have um but you know it wasn't it wasn't for me I was just I was just doing what I should do he asked me to marry him and I said yes and then mm. he wanted to bring the wedding up earlier because he was going 
he was in the army, he was going to Bosnia. And so it's like, I was expected to do it. Like I just kept doing what I was, what I should do. Yeah. And I never kind of stopped and thought about where that was coming from. Yeah. Um, I think when we're young, we're so easily swayed and so moldable, if that's even a word, to, you know, what others think that we should do. But really what we sh- what we should be doing <laughs> is <laughs> like trying new things and discovering what makes us happy and probably just not stopping until, you know, well, I guess that's why travel is such a good thing because you really are exposed to so many different cultures and the way people live and situations where you do really have to think for yourself and learn from. So I think it is the experiences of life that make you realize uh, where you get your happiness from and and realize what you're what shoulds you're allowing. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And like, and like, I mean, I think like just learning to question things, like. Yeah. You know, that's probably the biggest thing. And dropping the judgment. I think dropping the judgment is such a big thing. Like, you know, we hate it when other people judge us, but we judge ourselves so much. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) It's like catching yourself and being like, why am I judging myself right now? Like, I I actually did it a bit earlier today. I was in a meeting this morning and um, our company is kind of reworking on our purpose and it was, you know, it was a really vulnerable meeting um, where we went into breakout rooms and we were kind of sharing our life story and what we thought our own personal purpose was and and all of that. Mm. And kind of in the end, they kind of shared where they, you know, the new purpose statement that they believe we're going to go forward with, but, you know, want everyone's feedback. And I left the meeting so upset at myself because I'm like, I should have enjoyed that experience. Like, oh. this is me. I should have enjoyed it. And I walked away and I didn't feel good. I actually didn't feel very good at all, Um, mm. which I won't go, I won't go fully into it, but it was like, no. there were things that happened in that meeting that felt controlled to me um, and mm. contrived. And that's actually what was, what I was left with. But I was like, I was so irritable afterwards because I'm like, I should have liked that because, you know, you know me, I'm all mm. about this stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm meeting, talking about purpose. Like <laughs> this is my thing. And I don't usually get to do this, but yeah. I really hated it. And I like, and it was just quite funny because I was preparing for this podcast today. And like, I had to stop back and kind of like go, why, okay, why are you judging yourself? What's going on here? Like, yeah. where, where is this coming from? That's so true. It's, it's all that, yeah, it's definitely dropping that judgment. And it's definitely having like no guilt, no shame no kind of feelings around what you've done. And I think that's where NLP does really help you because it takes away all of the feelings and you're kind of left just being, which Mm. you can recognize the situation and reflect. And I mean, you can really come to a sense of knowing who you really are as well. But yeah, I do. I do love NLP for that. One quote I have down here is you teach people how to treat you by what you allow what you stop and what you reinforce. This is written by Tony Gaskins. I have no idea who this person was, but I was trying to look up a a different quote and that one came up and I was like, oh, that's actually so true. Yeah, I love that. And that's so, so true. And that kind of, that almost like sits um, next to kind of, I don't know the exact quote, but it's kind of like, if you want to be loved, then you must love. If you want to be, if you want a good friend, you must be a good friend. Like yeah. it kind of, it's kind of a, the other side of the coin of that. 
Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you want to dig deeper into what your kind of personality is, there is the Enneagram test, which you can do and you can find out if you're one of, I don't know how many different personality types, but there's like the mediator, the reformer, the helper, the the achiever, the artist, the thinker, the loyalist, the enthusiast and the challenger. And that's at bestenneagramtest.com. It takes about 30 minutes to do. I was going to do it before here because I've done a lot of these tests before. But, you know, every time you do it, you do kind of come up with something different because it depends on your mindset, depends where you're at in your life. And you do, you are forever growing. But yeah, psychologists have used this since the 1970s. And it really does encourage that psychological growth and that personal development, which we love here on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. Kind of just wrote down um, just like four little steps that, to kind of break down just my thought process when these kind of moments of shoulds come up mm. um and you know I think well I think you know number one is you need to do what's best for you whether people approve of it or not because you know it is your life and you are the only person that knows what is best for you um yeah. and that's what it comes down to but that could be hard um and it can be hard to recognize it so um I think the first thing to kind of look at is you know where did this should come from like is it coming from within you is it coming from something a colleague said or society or your parents or whatever so just understanding where it came from Mm. um is is I think really important and then once you kind of do understand where it came from it's like okay do I truly believe that though and is that what I want like I know where it came from but do I really believe it or am I just am I kind of programmed that way and then after that kind of okay well what are my options so I think I should do this and now I know where it came from I know whether I I believe it or want it but what are my options no matter what those answers are what are the other options what are all the other directions that this could go because I think always Mm -hmm. looking at you know other possibilities there's a million different ways to get to a certain destination you know (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, there's always going to be other options. Um, And then lastly, what happens if you don't do what you should? Like, what is the worst thing that can happen? And I think understanding all those things can kind of just give some perspective on it. And maybe in the end, you decide you are still going to go with, you know, quote unquote, what you should be doing. Mm. Um, But at least you're doing that. um, That's an informed decision and you're choosing it instead of just going with it because you think you should. Yeah. Oh my gosh. On the the worst case scenario, honestly, are are we going to die? No. Is it like, oh, you might upset somebody and, you know, where's that coming from? Is it like, are you trying to just people please? And yeah, maybe that's something to dig deeper in as well. But yeah, those shoulds, what's the worst that could happen? It's honestly, we make it up to be so much bigger than what it actually is. So true. I'm great at that. I love to make things big. And yeah, I think remembering like we're all doing big things um, and, you know, we're just all taking different size steps, different types of steps, wearing different shoes, like, you know, like, but just do you. That's always the best way is to do what is authentically you and what feels right within yourself. If you got value from this episode, make sure you screenshot it, tag us at NatBBB and at the Heather LA on Instagram, share it to your stories, share what your favorite takeaway was. So yes, if you can subscribe and share, because the more you do that, the more people we can get our message out to and the more people we can help. 